everybody. It's uh, it's the holiday season. It's Christmas time. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yes. Everybody, this is our uh, our Christmas spectacular. It sure is, <laughs> and and we're we're celebrating the the best way possible. Everybody's favorite part of Christmas, toys. Toys. I mean, let's be honest here. Let's just let's just be honest and just. Yeah, I think we made the uh, or I made the dirty jokes last week about toys. Yeah. But you know what? As you get older, maybe you. Maybe that's what you want for Christmas. Maybe that's what you want for Christmas. All you want for Christmas is some... uh... I don't think we're... We're definitely not like a kink-shamey podcast here. I I think we're a kink-giggly podcast. We will giggle about it. (laughs) Yeah. But we will never... I don't think we will kink-shame anybody. Never. Nope. We are... uh, Have a good time. Don't hurt anybody. No, unless like... Unless they want to be. Yeah, unless it's consensual. Uh, You know, don't don't hurt yourself unless you want to be, you know. But like, don't... Don't get yourself hospitalized. How about that? Can we right. can we can we stop it there? Yeah, I think that might be a good yeah. cutoff. Yeah, be careful of. <laughs> that's a especially around the holiday season. That's a good kink shame to have is like hospitalization kink because like you're now you're backing up the healthcare system on the holidays. Yeah, it's no good. That's not cool. It's no a good shame. So we'll shame that kink, but <laughs> the rest of them are cool. If that's uh, a kink, yeah. Um, <laughs> we are. Um, if anybody has a blizzard kink, we're about to get one. Yeah. yeah, what are they, what are we, okay, so here's the problem, right? We yeah. Live in, we live in Michigan. And <laughs> that's that is problem. an issue, especially around this time of year, yes. Michigan is wildly unpredictable weather-wise, all year round, right? I would think that's fair to fair to say. Um, and the winter, obviously, you never know. So, like, the, the meteorologists and stuff are just kind of throwing them out there, like, might be, might be three inches, might be ten inches, we'll see. Like, that's kind of what you get. Um, Once again, I'm not, I'm not going to drag this show down to the gutter with that one. Might be three inches, might be ten. It's just you get guess, what you get. Guess we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but what are you know when when you see these reports about like missions getting hit by the winter storm, yada yada, it's going to be snowmageddon, snowpocalypse, whatever. Yeah, oftentimes a bomb cyclone is what this one is. Okay, well, I think it's an actual term, but like yeah. it's not snowmageddon, but this is we're getting hit with a bomb cyclone. A bomb cyclone. That doesn't Sorry. sound good. Continue. Um, but here's the thing: is like like people will just like you'll hear people just say Michigan's getting hit, but like there's a lot of Michigan to be hit. And my understanding is is the majority of this is going to be north of us and west of us. Yeah. Not that we're not going to get snow. But I don't think it's going to be as bad as like the lakes coming off the lakes. It's coming off the lake. Yeah, um, yeah. up north is going to get bad. Especially I was looking at the weather up there. Traverse City up in the mm-hmm. up and up at the top. They're going to get hit um, by the lake. Is going to get bombed tonight. Annihilated. They're going to get bomb cyclones. Bomb cyclones. Yeah. yeah. So I was chatting with my uh, my aunt from um, uh, the UP. Oh yeah. They're getting uh, between today. And Saturday night, they're calling for 24 to 35 inches of snow. What is a... Um, Holy shit. I know we've got some listeners in that area. Yeah. A friend of the show. Sure. Up there. What's a, what? You got any suggestions for a nice, like, snowed-in horror movie marathon? Or well, maybe horror power, movie? which yes, <laughs> hard to say. <laughs> yes. Um, You know, if you want to go thematic, there's plenty of, of horror movies that take place, you know, in wintry conditions you can watch some dead snow mm-hmm. some frozen but maybe you want to escape that the dreariness of what's going on outside i'm always a i'm a generally a comfort food guy year round but i generally like a little bit of comfort food in those those long winter days when you feel like you're kind of snowed in 
So I, I go back to things like Friday the 13th. I just like to watch. Gotcha. You know, I like that stuff that we makes We never me, got the Friday the 13th in the snow either. We never did. Well, you know, uh, isn't there a fan film? Oh, Never Hike Alone in the Snow, in the right? snow right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but no, uh, so yeah, I would go back to those. Those are definitely comfort food stuff for me. I like that idea of like a, like a vacation type, maybe watch a little bit, uh, maybe watch Turistas. Oh, <laughs> yes. If you want to get tropical, maybe to like yeah. really, truly escape the, yeah, you could do some Turistas, the ruins perhaps. The ruins. Down, down to South America for yeah. a little, little ruins action. Um, yeah, I mean, you could do, a, there's a lot. Just know. listen to the soundtrack of Day of the Dead. I mean, that's always comfort food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very tropical. Um, but yeah, no, those are the, uh, the Friday the 13th are comfort food. I've actually, you know, been dealing with, you know, you get a lot of the stresses of the holiday season and just everything that comes along with it and, yeah. uh, the cold weather shift coming in and stuff. And I've been, I've been rewatching the Scream franchise again because it's, that's a comfort food for me, you know? So that's a perfect, very nice. There's another one that I like to. Have you rewatched the newest one? I have for the first time since I saw it. In theater? Yeah, I rewatched it, I think, a month or two ago. What yes. do you think this time around? I'm better. still... Okay, you liked it better? I'm yes. still about the same. I still like it a lot, uh-huh. but I'm still a little bit torn on the ending. I uh, liked it to begin with, minus the the um, some of the stuff in the, the towards the end. Um, I didn't love the motivation of Ghostface this time around, but I liked it better this time. Okay. There's another thing I love about this time of year is the post-nasal drip. Yeah. (laughs) So if I hack on the show, I apologize. Now, what about Scream 4? Are you still in the same boat on Scream 4? You like it a little better? Um, No, I don't like Scream 4. I don't either. Better. (laughs) Um, I think there's some really good stuff in it. I think the motivation in that's actually kind of interesting and fun yeah me too <laughs> um interesting funny enough that i think i actually kind of like the the motive in that one um i think that by and large the teen characters who we spend a lot of time with in that movie are like dull as dirt and that's not something i would that's not a, a criticism i would throw at like any of the other scream movies i think even some of the like the side characters in scream 2 and 3 are a ton of fun yeah or at least interesting to watch i don't i like the cast of scream 4 is like dreadfully boring to me yeah um except for hayden panter i actually think she's great yeah she's um, the i think she's the strongest yeah aspect she's the standout so and, and, and emma roberts is, is good um but yeah the rest of them like culkin and uh his buddy that is videotaping things with his weird headset like i nah. i didn't i didn't feel any sort of like sadness when any of these Teen characters got killed. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about it in our our retrospective. That's one of the weird ones that sides with the older generation. Like, it's like a mean movie. It's a mean movie, and it like it comes across like it hates kids, and that was yes. never Scream to me. Scream always sided with the with the youth, if you yes. will. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a weird one. I don't like. I don't like. I, there's honestly like a a air quotes bad Scream movie is still better than most of most slashers. Yeah. And I still I like I don't. I don't think Scream 4 is a bad movie. I just think it's the easily the weakest Scream movie. Like, for sure. No question. Plus, it's got that horrible, that weird, like, Vaseline... Oh, God. Over, yeah, the... Filter thing. Yeah, the way it looks. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> terrible. With Scream 3, that one's grown on me Wes had that later in his, in his later movies, because um, my soul to take looks like that, too. It's all greasy. It's it looks weird. weird. Yeah. I don't... I don't know why he it, liked that. <laughs> it's not a good look. Um, anyway, so yeah. Yeah, I've got um, my... So, 
I've been doing. I'm, as you know, I'm a I'm a cultured man. I'm I've. I like to uh, even even from the comfort of my room. I like to travel the world. I've been watching two things recently, and these will be my uh, picks for binging mm. uh, if we get snowed in here. One of them is uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Tokyo Dome shows from January. Just the main events. Okay. I have been watching each and every one of those, um, and then I travel over to Italy to check in on our friend Dario Argento. I've been working my way through his filmography. Oh my god, what a combination! <laughs> So it's pretty wow. much, um, it's pretty much been me uh, getting up, and making coffee. I get up before a little bit before I have to start work. Uh, I will watch the Argento movie, and then I'll go. Oh, I got about twenty minutes left before I have to start work. I can watch a New Japan Pro Wrestling main event. <laughs> and generally, after you watch an Italian horror movie, you need a palate cleanser anyway. I feel yes, because like, they're they're pretty grody. And here's um, the thing. Um, with New Japan, with pro res- New Japan Pro Wrestling, the announcing is in Japanese, and uh, I can understand it just as well as I can most Italian horror movies. Exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. I uh, yeah, I watched Tenebra. Uh, Ooh, yeah. yeah, which you know what? Here's my. Uh, that was I, a yawn and a cough. Yeah. So Boy, I'm doing really good. I don't think I have any hot takes. I'm pretty basic when it comes to my Argento. Yeah. Uh, Same for, here. Yeah, like I like I like uh, Suspiria and I like Deep Red. Um, the only thing that comes close is like I might put. Tenebrae like pretty high up and I think I like Phenomena quite a bit Tenebrae is cool is super cool and I, I like legit like Phenomena okay like, I, yeah I think I like Phenomena we talked about that on the yeah I really like that movie Inferno was boring as hell the only good thing Inferno <laughs> the finale is sweet the finale is sweet and then there's that scene where the rats attack the guy at like Central Park and then the hot dog vendor like busts out of the hot dog cart and then kills the guy yeah that's right <laughs> That's right. Best part of the movie. Man, I forgot about that. Inferno, I, we talked a little bit about, uh, I will argue anybody that says, because uh, we did the three in a row from Horror Masters, yeah. and we, we were like borderline on that one, and now I've watched it, I'm like, no, I will I will not allow Inferno to be called a great film. Yeah. But some people like it. Yeah. It has a following, for sure. Well, and I think part of that is that it's technically a follow-up to Suspiria. It like, is. Like, yeah. Yeah, so it's... It's the second in the three months. I think it gets yeah. some pass for a little bit of a pass for that, but... And it has its it has its strong points, but yeah, it's pretty slow. Um, it is slow. Okay, a couple housekeeping things here. The uh, game nerds ah, have been yes, back. The boys they have been talking about analog pocket and TGA wager. Oh, the game awards. The, yeah, so they released a, an episode on the game awards. Uh, they also talked about Call of Duty Warzone, DMZ, and God of War Ragnarok. Uh, okay. They also oh they just released a side quest. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't even their newest episode. My podcast feed refreshed. Ah. Okay, so two new episodes, Andor season one. Oh, I have a hot take on Andor uh, coming for you. I am. Uh, I get uh, I get a lot of shit for this. I think it's very good. Yeah. And uh, I don't, but I don't think it's the best thing ever to happen to humanity. And okay. um, <laughs> or Star Wars. Heaven forbid, right? Uh, there, there may be a couple Star Wars things I like more. Uh, uh, and then the 2022 Game Awards winners and announcements. Uh, so they do. They did talk about the game. Cool. Um, Very nice. I have got the honor roll. I'm going to do my top ten at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to get that out by New Year's, and then I uh, I talked about it on the I'm gonna be done. I'm I'm calling that off the other all because uh, next year I'm not gonna be able to commit to watching no. as many horror <laughs> movies as I have no. been. And I've uh, so yeah, you will be well. So you might be surprised, Tim. I I I'm not gonna sit here and tell you what you're gonna experience because it is literally it's different for everybody. You might be. Su- I would say I, I will say this. I I don't like giving advice to parents to be yeah i don't like doing that but i'm gonna do it here please do 
Because I will be reaching out to uh, you, Alex, all the fathers of the uh, uh, throughout the, uh, the dads. Yeah. yeah, the dads. Um, the dads in the in the uh, podcast network. Get your as much movie viewing in as you can. That first year and a half, two years, especially horror movies, yeah, because none of that is going to like register with. Because like now, I can't watch. I can't. Yeah. You know, like I my my options for watching that stuff are. The, between the, you know, during bedtime hours. You've got to sneak it in, yeah. Yeah, and usually I have to sneak it in in a couple sittings because by the time, you know, bedtime winds down and you've kind of cleaned up the house after the end of the day and stuff, I'm I'm ready, I'm good for about an hour and then I fall asleep. You right. know what I mean? It's, so just, my advice would be, don't be afraid to squeeze some movies and you're going to have a lot of time of sleeping baby on you. Might as well watch a horror movie. So I'm thinking, like, yeah, I've already planned ahead for my viewing habits in this. Um, I, I have a uh, couple of, uh, of course, I'll have Shutter and I'll have a couple of streaming services at the go to. I've got some wrestling ones lined up because mm-hmm. I think wrestling is a good thing for me to watch while because you can watch it overnight and like you don't have to like pay complete That's attention a good to it. I watched a lot of those like old pay per views and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but the other reason I'm I'm I think I'm gonna pack it in for Adderall is it hit me like. This was a fun idea when they were releasing stuff, but it's hard for me to keep up with stuff that's like in the theater now. And it's also like, I don't like talking about stuff I don't like anymore. And like part of the reason I like doing this yeah, is because I wanted I to it. like go out and find like maybe stuff off the radar that, mm-hmm. and then like champion that. And I think I've done a good job of that, but yeah. I also like I agree. every once in a while I'll watch like a smaller like independent horror movie and like I don't like the small. <laughs> and like I don't want to go out what and bash it. What are you going to do? Yeah. I will bash the hell. I, like if like if I go watch Black Adam, they made a billion dollars on it, it or Morbius and like it sucks. I don't care. They made a ton of money. Why do I care? But like if I'm out there bashing like an independent or like I feel shitty about it. Yeah, I get it. So anyway. I, get it. I totally get it. Did you see Black Adam? <laughs> no, it's on HBO Max. I still haven't watched it. I still, I've supported it from afar. Uh, this will be like what I did with um, Morbius, where I'll just decide one day I'll be up early. Today's the day. And I'll decide one day, I'm like, I got nothing to do. And then I'll probably halfway through, I'll start fucking around on my phone. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I mean, the, it, Dwayne was right. The The hierarchy of the DC universe DC has changed. Dwayne is gone. Uh, know what Dwayne's next step is I think he needs to I think Dwayne needs to pull it back a little bit I think we might need a Dwayne break honestly um I think uh I like I like him but he definitely this was definitely a power play by him this black <laughs> it was weird it's kind of hilarious yeah. he saw like a vacuum um <laughs> in Warner Brothers and said okay here's my chance I think it might be a good time for him to I think he's too do on some, do some wrestling for a minute again yeah I think he's too online I think all of like professional wrestlers are like way online way too much. Yeah. And I think rock definitely is because he like, it, I think he was convinced by like the Snyder bots that like everybody wanted the Snyder universe back. And so he's like, I'm going to bring it back. All I'm going to do this. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm going to be the king of the bots now. And so he brought back all, what's his name? It seems like, and uh, nobody cared <laughs> as usual with the Snyder verse. Yeah. Not a lot of people care. Yeah. It seems like not as many people care as you would think based on, yeah, the online. Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't really matter if you bring somebody like that back if the movie that you're bringing bring them back in isn't very good. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. he has a delicious ice cream though. There you go. Santa, yes, he has it's a pecan pie one. Terramana flavor. Oh, yeah, it's got terramana and pecans. Like it's got like glazed pecans and stuff. Oh, glazed with glazed with terramana. Oh fuck, it's good. <laughs> I said the Discord. It's the. Uh, 
That's oh my god. He wrote that. He wrote that weird like that weird. It's kind of an apology, but also like someone called it a concession speech. It was. Um, and then at the end, I like how he was like, "Let's drink some (laughs) Terramana." Fuck me. And that's I think why we needed Wayne break for a little bit. It's just too much. Yeah, it's too much. Anyway, he needs to jump back into the old horror game. Yeah, I think making a small horror movie for Dwayne is a good idea. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean he's an action star by and large. He's certainly done other stuff. He's had more of a wide range of, um, of well, that's not true because Stallone did comedies and Schwarzenegger did comedies a little bit later and stuff. But he's an action star, and so I think sometimes you need to make a Copland, right? I think so too. To ground yeah. yourself, you need to make a uh, what's a good Schwarzenegger kind of low key. What's that one with his, his daughter's a zombie? Oh, Abby. Maggie. The Maggie was what I was thinking of when Maggie. I was thinking of like a horror movie for Rock. Or he should just go out and remake End of Days. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's what it's what his entire career has been building to. Is so. he going to make that Big Trouble in Little China thing? No, that thing is dead. Never going to happen, water. right? Yeah, okay. that thing is dead in the water. Um, All right. I would love it if he did. but If it was done right. Yeah. I, right. I think we need it. I think we need a Dwayne break. Yeah. Um, and this is coming from someone who's, who's Big fan. supported him his entire career, mm. and will continue to do so. I'm not. Um, that's it. Um, so yeah, check out uh, the honor roll. My top ten will be at the end of the year. And I'm, Willie Terrifier Two is going to be out there. <laughs> You've seen Terrifier Two? Oh my god! It, I, is it as insane as people have made it out to be? I don't think it's overstating to say like it, it's kind of what I loved about it, though. Like yeah. it goes all in, and it's. It's kind of sweet. Like the he he's got not with the terrifier himself, but like the main characters. Um, the the terrifier is just kind of funny. Um, it's it's better than the first movie. Okay, it's too long, yeah. but it oh. almost works in its favor because it feels like uh, like an endurance test. Like it feels like I want to see if you can sit through this entire movie because it's like insanely gory. Right? There's one scene in particular. Um, you can tell me. I'm not slight spoilers for anybody who wants to stay unspoiled. And I, yeah, I do talk about a little bit on the last one. But he, the terrifier, Art the Clown, he goes into this woman's room and he like rips her apart and he's like breaking limbs and he scalps her and then he leaves the room and she's still alive and she's like crawling towards the bed. But you're like she's dead and it's so gross and she's like gross. And Art busts back in the room with like. And he's like smiling and laughing, and he's got bleach in one hand and salt, like Morton salt in the other, and he just starts dumping it all over. And like, this is what I went, holy shit! I think I love this movie because it's like, just so insane. It's funny, and like, there is, there's almost, there's like an early Fangoria element to it where it's like it's not trying to be anything more than like check out these sweet special effects, and I want to see if I can gross you out so much that you laugh. Uh, like I just want you to have a good time. That's just, it's like like a Japanese death match. Yes, yeah. it, that's exactly right. It just right. keeps going. It just like, you're just like, what is happening? And it, like I swear to God, I got to the end. I'm like, this is why I love horror movies. Like this is why I fell in love with them as a kid. Yeah. Like watching them with buddies yeah. and just like being like, how'd they do that? <laughs> and like that yeah. was so gross. Remember that part? Um, so I will say it's not for everybody. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, you have to prepare yourself for it being. A two-hour and 18-minute slasher. I've seen Human Centipede 2, so I think I'll be all right. But see, what I like about this movie compared to that yeah. is this, I think, first of all, I think this has a better, better handle on character, honestly. Um, well, Human movie, Centipede 2 is a piece of trash. This like, garbage. Yeah, I think this has a better handle on like the human characters, and yeah. I really kind of like them. And also, um, there's 
uh, it doesn't wink and it's it plays it pretty straight but like it it knows what it's doing too like it's not trying to there's a human centipede there's a nihilism to those movies this there is but there's also like i said there's an undercurrent of like sweetness to it in this yeah. one so that's, that's why cool. i kind of dug it so actually i did i more than kind of dug who to so. thunk it would have some heart you know right all right you ready <laughs> I am ready. We've Let's babbled enough. Let's do it, man. We're going to talk about... We're doing a lot of time traveling. We won't do a time travel sound for no. every decade we visit. But Yeah, we're going to jump around because we're going all the way back here. We're going all the way back. So I've got some notes here on early toys. <laughs> we're going to start with balls. Holy and shit. All of this comes... I'm leading towards where we're, where we're going to end up. But let's start with balls. Let's start with balls. All of this comes from National Geographic. My four-year-old kicked me in the balls the other day. By the way, see that's a good on accident. Yeah, totally those, accident. those seem like good. I've watched a lot of America's Funniest Videos. Those seem like good toys for kids. Brutal, dude. <laughs> anyway, what happened? Oh, um, we were just on the couch. Okay. Kind of snuggling up. Uh, we were playing something on my phone or something, and then like she shifted and her knee just went right into my junk, Ooh. and it was bad. I was coughing and like. The full on like water, like eyes watering, and it's not good. I hadn't been hitting it's, the balls in a long it's, time. I was, gonna, I was just thinking, like, I think I got hit in the balls like playing like basketball. Yeah. But even that, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I remember it, the experience being bad. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so balls. Anyway, but balls. like toy balls. Um, this is all from National Ge- Ge- Geographic. So if anything's wrong, take it up with them. Yeah. Don't take it up with me. Don't get mad at us. But uh, these were like the very first toys. They are like. Um, three thousand to four thousand BC, mm. you could find like precious like stones shaped like marbles, marbles, and like you know like jacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were like there's like old like like jacks. They found this in a child's grave in Egypt. Wow, so this that's is some of rad. one of the first toys. Balls. <laughs> you ever balls play- are the fire of toys. Like you gotta get it. You gotta figure that out. Quick. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it, I I can't imagine playing jacks. You ever played jacks? I have. Yeah, it's. I did it on a kid. I remember like thinking like it was really cool. I thought it was a cool idea. I remember that. I remember like actually like playing it and going, it's kind of boring now." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's yeah, one of those things where I was like, "This this is neat in theory," and then I was like, "Eh." It's like, remember pickup sticks? Pickup sticks, yes. Yeah, it was another one where I was like, "This is rad as hell," and then I played it for twenty minutes. And I'm like, "Fuck, I don't want to ever do that again." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so a few, I guess, hundred. Oh wait, this is this is wait. Anyway, kites and yo-yos came next. Long a symbol of childlike joy, it is unknown when the first kite appeared, though it was almost certainly in China or Indonesia between 400 B.C. and 1000 B.C. So, you ever have a kite? Yes. Uh, yeah. Were I you a kite guy? Were you a kite kid? No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I flew kite. I, I have flown a kite. Um, I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've done it. I know my daughter always wants to fly kites on like the days when there's no chance that a kite would ever fly. Okay. <laughs> Which is always fun to try and explain. <laughs> yeah, like I have a feeling like I, I had kites, but I think like my mom, especially, she would take us to the beach during the day. Yeah, sure. And we fly a kite, but I think she would get tired of us getting it tangled. <laughs> it gets tangled, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, but no, I find I've flown a kite before. I, I, I remember it being kind of cool. You know, once it gets way up there, you're like, man, you feel like you got some power. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, so here coming up, this is, I think... Yo-yos are rad, too. Yeah, yo-yos. Yo-yos were around the same time as kites. So, did you have a favorite yo-yo? I didn't, but I always liked the scene in Ninja Turtles, too, when they used the yo-yo. Yeah. And then uh, I saw a yo-yo master perform one time. 
Oh, really? Yeah, like a, like a certified yo-yo master. I always thought those guys were cool, dude. He's sweet. Could you? I, I miss it. Could you do? Uh, could you do any tricks with a yo-yo? No, I can just I can I can yo-yo. I could walk the dog. I think I've done it before. It's yeah. not like something I could do like right now. Right. You know? Um, that's about it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I couldn't do the thing where, like you get the triangle. No, and, that was that was, that was the, yeah. like if you could do that, then you were the yo-yo master. To, to me, me, you were a yo-yo <laughs> master. And then I saw this guy perform, and I was like, no, that's that's the yo-yo master. He's like the master. Yeah. Yo-yo master is the uh, brother of yo-yo ma- yo-yo master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, so I think the uh, the closest related thing that we're going to be talking about here a little mm. bit. Are dolls. Sure. So dolls as playthings are amongst the oldest and most culturally universal toys. Wooden carved paddle dolls have been excavated from Egyptian tombs dating back to around 2000 BC. And in 2017, a carved soapstone doll with striking eyebrows and cheekbones was unearthed from a from the grave of a small child in Siberia dating back to the Bronze Age around 4,500 years ago. So there you go. We uh, Siberia. Well, it's only a matter of time before... Uh, humanity started to make uh, things in its own image in terms of like it made it totally makes sense it's right. the next logical evolution beyond make playing with a ball right you know i think the uh the big the big jump was when um uh, <laughs> when like companies the, realized yes. that they could make tons of money on dolls the advancement <laughs> in plastic yes, and sure. like the mass market and 1959 barbie barbie i think is kind of the big of one right yep. um and then in 1964 uh for the boys uh at the time yep. uh gi joe gi joe big deal. joe not came, we're not thinking about the 80s gi joe the small guys right. we're talking about the big ken dolls that sized army men and those were kind of the first like big mass produced yeah. toys dolls. Yep. Now, what we're going to be talking about specifically though, I think is licensed toys. And that's what I was joking about earlier. This is yeah, eventually, you know, companies realized that they could um take existing IP. Yes. Um and then later actually create IP around a toy line. Right. So it became the opposite. <laughs> it was like the uh yeah, it was he- yeah, here are a couple examples. Yeah. One of them is not going to surprise you at all. Yeah. Um, so the first one, though, is Margaret Stief, a German seamstress, uh, began creating elephant-shaped pincushions in 1880. After observing that many children ended up using the pincushions as toys, Stief began designing more animals. In the U.S. around the same time, in 1902, then-president Theodore Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt was pictured in a cartoon by political artist Clifford Berryman with a subdued puppy-like bear satirizing a scene from a hunting trip in which the president refused to shoot the animal. The cartoon spawned an inventor named Morris Mitchum to create a prototype stuffed toy he called Teddy's Bear. Coincidentally, Steve began making bears around the same time, and both toys became enormously popular, the phrase Teddy Bear entering the vernacular of children's culture more or less instantly. So that's kind of an example of a toy or a doll based on something that existed in the real world, kind of amazing, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it kind of—it's just crazy to me that like there's there's a there's a documented uh, historical reason for why a teddy bear is called a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Like we can trace it back to an actual thing. It just blows my mind. So, <laughs> um, a couple more here, and this one is the one that's not going to surprise you. 
Yeah. With the advent of cinema, after the character's debut in Steamboat Willie, Los Angeles seamstress Charlotte Clark, with the able assistance of her nephew Sketches, created the first Mickey Mouse dolls in 1930 under license from the Walt Disney Company. In 1934, the Knickerbocker Toy Company took over and began mass-producing Mickey and Minnie dolls under Clark's direction. So, there you go. That's kind of one of the first examples of a toy based on like a film or a cartoon character. Um, And that that was a big hit, and of course... There are Mickey dolls all over to this day. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got a couple in our house for sure. So, and now licensed toys. There's these uh, things called brownies toys. Uh, the uh, brownies toys in the late 19th century ushered in the use of licensed characters on playthings based on the Scottish sprites of the same name. The brownies were mischievous elf-like creatures that started life as books created by Canadian author. Palmer Cox, but then transcended into dolls, puzzles, and games. So there you go. That's kind of one of your first licensed on a book or, yes, work of art thing. Now, here's where we're starting to get into what we're going to be talking about. Sure. Absolutely. The 70s. Um, Mego. Is it Mego? I think it's Mego, yeah. Okay. The Mego was a, a corporation... They made toys, and some of the first licensed toys they made were figures based on DC and Marvel superhero comics. Um, But it wasn't just Marvel and DC. Then they started to make, and they're usually around, what, like eight inches? Um, Yes. They were, yeah, kind of smaller toys, but they also made Planet of the Apes, Star Trek, and The Wizard of Oz. That was some of their licenses. But with the big one here then is uh, Star Wars. Mego was unavailable. He George Lucas made his way to the Kenner Company, who, which was a smaller yes company at that time. They made like Easy Bake Ovens right. and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he pitched um, for his movie Star Wars, which was unreleased at the time. Right. Um, he brought in concept art and things like that. Yes, yeah. and everybody kind of thought Star Wars was going to be a failure. Well, and part of the reason why toy companies were so hesitant to get involved with Star Wars was that. You didn't want to make toys based around something that was only going to be in a theater for a handful of months and then be gone forever. That was it. Because remember, home video wasn't a thing at this point. Right. Um, they wanted to make toy lines based on series, continuing stuff that was going to be on TV every week so that the kids would keep being reminded, like, you know, oh, there's a new Spider-Man cartoon. Like, yeah, I can buy the Marvel toy. You know, like that. Right. That made sense, but yeah, this toy line for a, for a movie did not make sense to people at the time. Uh, anyway, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so he sold the rights to Star Wars toys to Kenner. Uh, he secured a manufacturing deal with Kenner, but um, Star Wars was not a failure. In fact, it went on to spawn uh, inspire Andor, the show Andor. Um, oh and my it, God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and, uh, and they reached a uh, hundred million dollars yeah. in sales. Uh, then they were bought by Hasbro. Uh, they had created nine billion dollars in profits by the time Hasbro just bought everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Star Wars is kind of the big one when you think of toys, based, licensed toys, licensed sure. toys on yeah. movies. All right. Early horror toys, which yes. is what we are going to be talking about. Yes. There are a couple that bounced around in the 60s. Uh, Universal Monsters were kind of, obviously, I think, were the big ones. Uh, well, were kind of the first ones. Dracula. Um, there were these things called... Well, Mego mm-hmm. made these things called uh, Migos. I think they were called Mego Monsters or something. Okay. Um, yeah, and they were just... They were kind of knockoffs. Um, 
They were just like vinyl figures of Dracula Frankenstein. There was like a Wolfman and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. Um, NPC Top Horror. That was the one. Migo Monsters. Remco was another one. Then there was these things called Ideal Scare Cycles, which are sweet. Like it's toys based on like Dracula and uh, the Frankenstein monster. Um, oh, I guess I should have clarified Frankenstein monster. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, like they had, they were riding motorcycles and like Dracula's was a coffin. Very like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A coffin with like a. How yeah. excellent. Yeah. Uh, and then Godzilla. Around yes. this time, too, in the mid-60s. Now, are you familiar with this time period of Godzilla toys? Sure. I mean, I've seen them. I, you know, I've, they were very... Um, there wasn't a ton of posability to them. They were very much just kind of like a, 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 a... Almost like a vinyl statue in a lot of ways. Playable, durable, relatively durable. But there wasn't exactly a lot of, like, posability or anything. They were very much... The ones I've seen have, are very much made to be played right. with and beat up on and stuff. There's a really cool um uh group of guys that tour with like conventions around the country that just do kaiju toys, like vintage kaiju toys. And it's always fun to see them because they're yeah. super cool, you know, to look at just like there's just such a charm to those old yeah, because they had them all. They were based Ultraman on figures. And yeah, stuff. like there were like Jet Jaguar figures and Mothra yeah. and all sorts of. And they've kind of come. That style of the Godzilla toys kind of come back in recent years. And like they, there are companies now making those like kind of uh, those vinyl figures that are not superposable, but they just have that throwback vibe to them. So yeah. it's it's kind of come back around to being popular again, probably because of the the charm that those those early Godzilla toys did have. So. Bandai was the big one. Yeah, I was uh, those uh, Bandai and is it uh, Marusan? Marusan. Marusan. Yeah, those yep. seem to be kind of um, I think the, the more fondly remembered ones. I yeah. want to say Bandai um, still makes Bandai. I think seems to be like the yeah. the one that yeah. people like Godzilla fans point to. Yeah. So those are kind of early horror related toys. Now the eighties. Yes, the eighties. I'm going to name some off here, and so some of these aren't. I mean, these aren't really. Um, licensed toys there were some licensed toys around that time too but sure. i think a lot of them kind of were like the universal monsters godzilla as well mm-hmm. um but the 80s saw stuff like my pet monster do you know my pet monster i remember my pet monster i never had one um uh, i do recall the toy though some of these are yeah I, the 80s is a little before my time when it came to toys like this right uh i'm looking up my pet, pet monster right now because i don't remember this uh, all right um, oh he's the guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's the um He's like a stuffed guy. He's a fuzzy guy. He's like yeah. a fuzzy guy. Yep. Uh, he's got a show apparently on Pluto TV at an old show that oh, you can cool. watch on Tubi as well. I don't remember that. It's funny that like, a lot of these toys had like shows that they tried to launch alongside that the show wasn't very successful. Yeah. And you go, wait, that had a show? <laughs> That's, uh, someone pointed out in that uh, article about the Brownies toys. Yeah. They're like, if this existed in like the 80s or 90s, it would have had a like, it would have had a cartoon. Yeah. It would have had toys all over. It would have been a... It would have been a, a sick m- theme song. Mm, yes. It would have had like a musical <laughs> tour. Um, Hasbro uh, requ- uh, acquired the rights to it. What about Mad Balls? Do you remember Mad, Mad Balls? Mad Balls were sweet. Okay. Uh, they were these squishy, weird, like... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they made a Freddy one. Yep. And they made a Jason one. Uh, Mad Balls are back. They make Mad Balls again. Garbage Pail Kids. They have Mad Balls versus Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail is another one. Mad Balls are back, you Mad said? Mad Balls are back. They do make okay. Mad Balls again. Okay. So, yeah. I've seen a couple of the newer ones. I remember, like, the eyeball was cool because yeah. you could squeeze it and, like, the eye would get, like... Pussy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Those were neat. Mad balls were cool. I think the problem with mad balls, they were kind of sticky, right? Well, they would... 
they they were that material where like if you if you had pets in the house they were gonna get covered in gross like pet hair within like twenty four hours yes. and then they, they were useless. Like, it was like those slap ham things. They're mm-hmm. done after you use them for like an hour. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, Mad Balls are sweet. I want to mention before you bring up the next one, um, yeah. one that I did not uh, mention, Boglins. Boglins are, without a doubt, one of my all-time favorite toys, period, ever. Like, yeah. I love Boglins. You know what Boglins are? No. They are... I'm going to Google them, though. Little hand puppets, uh, rubber hand puppets. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can move their eyes. Uh, from inside, you can move their mouths. Do They're, you have one of I've these? I've got okay. original <laughs> mine from when I was a kid. I, I think you may have shown me one of And they're before. super cool. Yep. They have like animatronic features and stuff. They make Boglins again now too. Um, these were, were these Jim Henson toys? They were not. Okay. Uh, they were not. But they, um, uh, this guy named Tim Clark, uh, I think came up with the idea for them. And uh, yeah. Just super cool. Yeah, it's like it says on Wikipedia, but they do kind of look like they look like similar to stuff like ghoulies and critters and gremlins. They have that vibe, yep, exactly. But they're really cool and uh, mischievous little guys. Uh, my my dad bought a bunch for me when I was a kid because he knew I loved them, and it's fun because he he when he found that they came back, the first thing he did was order Josie one. So Josie has her own Boglin. Yeah, I remember yes. you telling me this. Yep. Yep. So and she she. She thinks he's pretty cool, so Boglins. Yeah. I needed to mention those guys for sure. He is. Thank you for mentioning that because yes. the next one I have is the thing. What I remember yeah. from the '80s toys is and that's the uh, that's the Kenner Real Ghostbusters toy line, which is horror-ish. Yeah, no, no, it's yeah, it's kids horror. Absolutely, um, it's gateway stuff. And this was based on the cartoon series, the Real Ghostbusters, right? Not the filmation cartoon series. No, no, no. Which they had like before. the monkey, yeah. like the big, yeah, the gorilla guy. Yes. <laughs> Um, now you, I want to ask you something because, like, I know obviously, like, Ghostbusters is one of, if not your favorite movie ever. Right. Period. Uh, were you into the show, the cartoon? Yes, I was actually. You were. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I believe I probably well, see, I would have come of age like getting into that stuff around the time Ghostbusters two came out, and I think I remember like some of my earliest Ghostbusters memory are from the cartoon series. Yeah, I think most of us would probably. And yeah. I think that's an important distinction too when it comes to like when you talk. Um, about Ghostbusters. How you feel about Ghostbusters 2? How you feel about Ghostbusters 2 because I think a lot of older people who really loved Ghostbusters, the the first movie, don't like the sequel as much. It's goofier. Because it's 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 aimed towards more. Kids, it's more kid friendly. Kids than, like I I was back in the day because it's no. it seems closer in spirit. But to if the cartoon. you grew up with the show, yep. you you're a little more forgiving of the stuff. In that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense to me. And I always uh, got a kick out of the guy who voiced Peter Venkman also voiced uh, Garfield the cat. That's right. Yeah, and they sound exactly the same. There's no difference between the voice either. Um, <laughs> but I had the um, from the Ketter toy line. I had all the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, and they had the they had the proton packs and it had the little they spun they spun the squiggle yeah. thing. But I also had uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. He's my favorite. He's big boy. He was big and. Um, uh, I would chew on it a lot, I think, as okay. a child, because he was missing, like... He's marshmallows. Yeah, he's marshmallow. <laughs> I would just chew on his hand, uh, and, like, he was missing, like, parts of his hand. Digits and yeah, stuff. Yeah, some digits. Um, now, did you have any, like, the, did you have the Ecto-1? I had the Ecto-1. I had the um, Firehouse the, as well. Oh, what the fuck, Tim? Um, I had, like, Ghost, that Ghostbusters toy line was, like, my Star Wars toy so line. So here's what... I wanted to mention this to you. This is interesting, because, for, like, for me... 
I had some Ghostbusters toys for sure. Real go- some real some of the real. I think I had like the four main Ghostbusters, maybe a handful of other ones. Right. Some of the monsters and stuff, but like I never got super deep into that. And I think the re- and I like I did watch the show and I was into the show, but I think the reason why realistically was like like uh, my parents could only like afford to stick to one or two major to- like like major toy lines. Toy lines. Yeah, and you and had a- I was a Turtles guy. Okay. So that was their See, it was turtles, and then I would, I would, I would get a lot of um, because Thundercats was a little before my time, and technically, and He Man was definitely a little bit before my time. I missed yeah. it by like four years, three years, because um, like He Man was bigger in like eighty two, eighty three, eighty four. He Man was a little bit before my time. Like same thing with like Transformers. So I think right. what worked out well for me though, because I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, I would go, but that toy line, that uh, Ghostbusters toy line, ran until 1991, and that like I kind of had a transition into the Ninja Turtles toys That's around true. that time. Like so, That's true. I would get the Turtles toys in like 90, 89, 90, like around That's the true. when the movie came out. Yep. Um, is when I would get into the Turtles, and then like I would have, and then I would have big crossovers. Like I for came sure. up with uh, the IDW crossover. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. The Are second you, one. The second uh, one. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> is it good? It's really good. <laughs> so I just want you to know I had a much better storyline in my parents' basement. Yeah. Do you know what the storyline? No, I, no I know yours was better. <laughs> um, no, the the bromance between uh, Leonardo and Winston. I would imagine is yeah. unexpected and, and delightful. Yeah, because they're both the straight men in their groups, <laughs> and they're both kind of bitching with each other about like how obnoxious they're. they're Everybody else is. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Anyway. Yes. Uh, so yeah, the real Ghostbusters toys. That was my jam. There so, were some cool figures in that line. Anything else bef- from the '80s you can remember before we move into the '90s? That's kind of it. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's. I think I'm good on the '80s. Yeah, the '90s. Creepy crawlers. You Love remember? Cre- creepy- just talked to Josie about creepy crawlers today. Creepy crawlers yeah. were the. Um, re- refresh my memory. Probably right incredibly now. dangerous. Um, you would get this gooey slime crap. Poured into a mold, in bowl, and then yeah. like heated up like a thousand degrees in some janky oven thing that they gave you, so and it would turn into like, like essentially like rubber bugs, basically. And you have to remember back, back in the nineties, gender roles were more defined. Um, so like the the boys in the at the time, like the the girls had the easy bake oven, right? And, we had was, and the bugs. boys had the <laughs> creepy crawlers. Yeah. Uh, the creepy crawlers were for the boys. So. Creepy crawlers were the shit. I did though. have creepy crawler, yeah. yeah. Yep. And I don't think sweet. I ever did. I didn't do it much, but yeah. No, I played with it a few times. It probably broke. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. <laughs> or my parents were like, oh, it doesn't work anymore. Because they got tired of it. Creepy crawlers. Yeah, that's right. What about Mighty Max? Fuck yeah, Mighty Max. Love Mighty Max. So this was like a... It was like a Polly Pocket, right? But it was for boys. Yeah. For boys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he fought monsters. He went to... The Mighty Max cartoon rules. Okay. Like, still rules. You can't get it anywhere, but, like, it, it's fin- it's fantastic. Like, it's weirdly kind of, like, scary for kids. Yeah. For the for its age range. Like, and I, rem- I just remember... Well, the toy was like... It was like a skull, right? Some were, open were up. like yeah. skulls and all... Yeah, dude, Mighty Max ruled. The problem with Mighty Max is that you'd lose all of it. Because mm. they were little toys. They were gone, yeah. dude. They get vacuumed up, no, no question. Like, uh, but I wish they would bring Mighty Max back. Yeah. Yeah. I could roll with somebody, because, like, Polly Pocket's back. Is know? it? Yeah. Are like, they making, is um Greta Gerwig going to make a Polly Pocket movie? I, if Barbie's successful. Maybe Gosling, has Gosling directed? Maybe he can make a Mighty Max movie. <laughs> oh, my God, Gosling as Mighty Max? <laughs> as older, jaded Mighty Max? <laughs> can you imagine? Yes. Uh, but no, Mighty Max was sweet. Love Mighty Max. I know uh, if Nick is listening to this, he's pumping his fist in the air for Mighty Max. So, <laughs> um, 
one more kind of, I think, kid-centric, and we kind of talked about this, but the Ninja Turtles had a Universal Monsters line. Yeah, yeah. So the Ninja Turtles, like, there were many lines of the Playmates Ninja Turtles toys, <laughs> which I loved. As also. they went on later, they started coming up with some wacky stuff, too. Do you remember, like, there were the sports one, I had a couple of the sports ones. I had the hockey, I think it was Leo was hockey, Leo, right? Leo was hockey, Michelangelo was basketball? Yep, I had him. Okay. Uh, Donnie was football, I think. I feel like... My brother had him. My brother was the uh, Donatello guy. I was Leonardo. Yeah. I think I would have had all four. What was Raphael? I guess he would have had baseball. I don't think I had Raphael. No, it was Donnie baseball and then Raph was football. football? Raph yeah. would make more sense as football. That may, Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I had all four of them for sure. Yeah, because the baseball one, you would turn him back and he would swing the bat. The hockey one, he moved at the waist yes. and he'd like hit a, like a yes. slap shot. Yep. Yep. And I remember mine got locked up. And I couldn't get him to do anything after a while. Yeah. Um, put those toys through hell, didn't I? The, but they had a universal monster yes. line. And so I think it was... so. Donnie yeah, was the here. Dracula. Okay, let me see if you can guess these. So, yep, you're one for one. Yep. Um, man. Who was Leonardo? I can't remember. Leo was... I don't remember. Okay. So Leonardo was the Wolfman. I did not have that one. Yes. Uh, Raphael was the mummy. Did not. Oh, uh, I had that one. It was sweet. It was glow in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. He do, he's kind of the coolest looking, I think. He was those. really cool. Yeah. And the Michelangelo was Frankenstein's monster. I had that one. So I had everything except for the Leo one. I feel like I had Michelangelo's Frankenstein monster or my brother did. He was sweet. I'm going to have to go dig through. <laughs> My parents have my toys, our toys downstairs, like I'm in so the basement, jealous. and like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go dig. I'm so it. jealous, dude. I almost did last time. I forgot. Uh, then there was a second wave. April was the bride of Frankenstein. Didn't this it? was this was '94. This would have probably I was out of turtle. Yeah, at that point. I think yeah. I was out. Yeah. Leo was the creature from the Black Lagoon. I remember that toy. Yeah. Michelangelo was the Invisible Man. This is a sweet looking toy. That's a cool too. toy. Yeah, because yep. he's in the like the, uh, the suit and stuff. Yep. And then Raphael was the Metaluna mutant from like nice. this, this island Earth. Yeah. I remember that toy too. Yes. Yeah, what a weird choice. Yes. Love it. Um, and the last, uh, there are a couple more licensed toys I want to touch on here. Did you play with Kenner's Alien and Predator? Hell lines? yes. Okay, tell me about them. Dude, my dad would pick me, the, but when he brought those home for the first time, so my dad had a, had a connection at Toys R Us. He was like really close with a lady who like ran Toys R Us, uh, our local Toys R Us, and she would like, order cases for him. Nice. And let him like go through them and cherry pick stuff before they went out. And it was fantastic. I can say this now because Toys R Us doesn't exist in the States, so we're good. Um, I won't they, get anybody in trouble. Uh, don't they They're have a, They have one inside like Macy's in New York, I want to say. Okay. But it's just like the brand name. It's inside yeah, it's, the Macy's. It's not a Toys R Us. There are actual Toys R Us in Canada, which is pretty sweet. Nice. Um, but anyway... Uh, I remember the first time he brought one of those back like home for me and I was like, oh my God. Like, they make a Predator toy? Like, they make an alien toy? And I, it was an alien and Predator that, like, you could press a button on the alien's chest, and it, the alien would explode, and its limbs would, like, flap, nice. and it kind of had little intestines inside. And I was that was my first experience with, like, an adult toy. Like, yeah. it wasn't made for adults, which is insane, but, like, that was my first experience with, like, a toy that was, like, made, like, based off an adult property. And then he got me uh, the Polly Pocket versions of... Alien and Predator, which I don't know if you knew existed. Kenner made some. Okay. They were like the heads that you would open up just like uh, Mighty Max or Polly Pocket. And uh, there's even like a little John Hurt and you could twist the back thing and the little chest burster would move around in his chest. I was like, how do they make this for children? 
like amazing stuff. Um, but yeah, I love these. So I, I, I watch a couple of like toy hunt vlogs. Okay. Cause I, I just think it's really fun. I yeah. think like, I love the thrill of going to a convention and like not necessarily buying toys, but like seeing, stuff. seeing toys. I yeah. see. I like that. Um, there's a thrill. Yeah. You still, you still, I buy toys. You buy toys. I, and you collect toys. Don't buy vintage toys. Okay. I buy new stuff. You buy like, new I, stuff. Like all this stuff that you see here, with the exception of a couple things over on that wall, are more vintage style, or, or more like new style. So I guess we should have mentioned that, yeah, you still like will go up. I don't buy toys as much, but yeah. a lot of it comes down to me just not having any room where I'm well, yeah, at. Sure, sure. But like, yeah, you, you so you keep up to date on this. Sure, the yeah. Two of us. Yep. I, I do. I mean, I, I don't go crazy. I'm not buying... The craziest I've gotten is my turtle stuff uh, okay. over on that side of the the the, the NECA ones. Like oh, I, yeah. I went nuts on those. Those are sweet yeah. though. Um, <laughs> if it's but, any consolation, those are rad. That, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, my token razor down there with my yeah. super shredder. I love them. Um, those are NECA, right? Those are NECA. Yeah, and I've got a new. I've got another Hot Toys on the way. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Anyway, um, but. Um, if I was to collect, if I was to decide, and I thought about it, to try and like, just for the excitement and the fun of it, to hunt down a full line of toys from something. Because like I see these guys in these toy hunts and stuff like that, like where they collect, like like one guy will collect all of the Batman the Animated Series toys. Yeah. And like his goal is to have all the, the whole line in the box, like so you can hang them on the wall, kind of like how I have those. Yeah. It's a cool, it's fun. Like I, it would be the Kenner Aliens toys. That would that be would my, be your, that's that would yours. Hundred percent. Okay. Okay. And I've thought about it. I've thought of like like I'm gonna make this a thing, but I would not allow myself to just go on eBay and buy them. You would want to go to like a toy store or a convention. I just have to spend my my years at conventions and comic book shops, and if I see one, I add to the collection. It's just not as fun to just go on eBay. Maybe Astro. I might make an exception. Year. Maybe. Yeah. I might make an exception for ones that are like crazy rare. Okay. Because there are two in the Aliens line, Kenner line. I've done my research. There are two that are like brutal to find. Okay. Brutal. Because they stopped releasing the Marines in the U.S. because they didn't sell as well as the Aliens. All the kids wanted the Aliens, not the Marines. <laughs> and so they just... What they, a blow for the uh, the Marines right? in this country. <laughs> so they just... They had already made a certain batch of Wave 2, and they just released what they had in the U.K. because they sold better in the U.K. Yeah. So those ones were only UK and they're really hard to find. And of course, one of them is Bill Paxton's character. So who you know is my favorite. Anyway, love Kenner Aliens. So those that was those were yours. Yeah. Um, the last one I wanted to mention because I love these. And uh, the local comic book store here in town still has a couple. Um, Full Moon Toys. Oh yes. Full Moon Toys, the Puppet Master. My dad bought series. me a couple of those too. Yeah, like Blade Eye Blade's eyes would light up and Tunnler had a drill on his head that would spin. Yep. Like they were toys based on puppets. Like it <laughs> so, Amazing. Yeah, it's it was it, those were really cool too. So there we go. Okay. Now, here's what I want to talk to you about. Let's do it. I had Blade. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> So this is uh, this is kind of the reason this is kind of like the main event because this is the big this is like the revolution. What we're going to talk about here is this line is kind of what led to a lot of stuff like the NECA uh, figures. It's what this, is a big deal. this was a big deal at the time. This is Todd McFarlane and McFarlane Toys Movie Maniacs. Are you plugged in? 
No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're back now. Yeah, the Spawn Willie Toys. has been bumping his... Uh, yeah. Sorry, I bumped my microphone. So, um, yeah, restart what you were saying, because McFarlane Toys... Was big Mc, at the time. And Mc, Tom McFarlane, creator of Spawn. Yes, and, and uh, major... Uh, uh, major Spider-Man artist, and I think he wrote some Spider-Man as well. Spider-Man, yeah, Venom, I think. Yep. He wrote a little bit of that, and, too, in the uh, early 90s. He helped found Image Comics. Yes. Um, but yeah, he was a big deal already. He started this toy line. Uh, he was releasing his own Spawn figures. He was, I think at this point, he was already doing some of his, like, um, his pro sports figures, like his NHL mm. stuff, and his... I He's a big, say, like, baseball fan, too. Yes. Yeah. He was doing a, a bunch of that stuff. I want to say, by the time Movie Maniac started, he was also doing... Some of his music stuff too, like, uh, like he did, like there was like a Rob Zombie action. Eventually, there was a Rob Zombie action figure. He did like an Ozzy, I think an Alice Cooper. So like, he was established, and then all of a sudden it was like, voila! I remember that that McFarland Toys website so well. So McFarland Toys came about um, after he was he was tied in with Mattel. And he was not satisfied with Mattel um, creating action figures of his comic book characters like Spawn. Yeah. Um, it, the deal didn't work out. Um, so that's when he launched the toy division of his own, which was McFarlane Toys. Yeah. Um, that was in like the mid-90s, like you said. And then in the late 90s, there was a line of Mc, uh, McFarlane Toys that was called the Movie Maniacs yes. line. And this is kind of the big deal for horror toys. Now, yeah. Do you remember much about the Movie Maniacs line? I like I would see them in like comic stores or wherever I would go to when I was a kid, but like I didn't have any when I was a kid. I had a, I had a few because it was like I, I it's well documented on this show that I I got into horror earlier than most kids are allowed to get into horror movies, um, and my dad was pretty cool with that and accepting of that because he thought he. He thought I was mature enough to handle it, and I—I I, I think I was. Um, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm co-hosting a horror movie podcast now. Um, uh, but, a horror movie podcast that is very popular in Germany. By yes, the way. yes, the Germans love us. <laughs> shout um, to, yes, shout out to our Germans. Yes, uh, Danke, um, Danke Shane. Yes, yeah. but uh, he brought me home, much like other toys. He brought me home a Jason and a Freddy. Oh, from Movie Maniacs. Yes, and I didn't know these were a thing. But my dad collected Spawn toys. Like, he collected the whole line. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was, like, big into Spawn figures. He would keep them in the box, but he, like, loved that. He didn't read the comic. He just, he, like, really liked oh, the, the toys. figures are badass. He loved yeah. them. Yeah, he had, like, the big Malbogia toy, that big yeah. giant. He had them all, like, oh, in the sick. box. <laughs> he, he loved them. Yeah, he had, like, he just was upset. So when he found out they were doing these, he goes, I got to get these. And so he brought home Jason and Freddy, and I was like, my, my brain exploded. And they would come with these, like, cool, like, uh, mini posters from like one of their movies, you know, it, just the whole line was so cool. They weren't super playable, no, which was different. Like, right. I couldn't sit there and play with those toys the same way that I would have with my old like X Men toys, right? My old Toy Biz stuff. But, um, they were just so cool to display. And the, the, so, in a lot of ways, those became kind of the basis for like the toys I buy now. Where like, like I like to put them on display, and I, right, I just enjoy having a collection. Well, they're very. I mean, uh, so yeah, he would get, he got the licenses for a lot of classic and current horror characters, and yeah, there are there's care put into these toys. I'm looking at series one right now, and 
I mean, these are good-looking toys. I mean, these are good-looking figures. They're beautiful. Yeah. The sculpts are incredible. Yeah, I mean, these aren't just thrown together like vinyl toy. Like, yeah, they some still of, hold up. Yeah. Yeah. So here's Series 1. We're going to go through the series and like, yeah. like, let's maybe pick one for our Christmas list out of oh, each of oh, these I series. Oh, I like that. Out of each series. Okay. Um, so we have Patrick from Species 2, I believe. This was a week. Okay. So Patrick and Eve from Species 2. Species 2 was just coming out, and so this was like a... Let's see if we can This capitalize. is a tie into a, yes. a, a current yes. film. They felt weirdly out of place. Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> Eve, though, you could kind of pass off as uh, the uh, robot from Met- <laughs> Metropolis if you wanted to. You could probably repaint Eve yeah. and call it the robot from Fritz Lang's Metropolis. Yes, there you go. Uh, um, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Leatherface. I'm going to turn this to you. I did get Leatherface later, by the way. Okay. I did not get either of the species. Which one are you picking it's for Jason. your Jason. Jason. Oh, and what I love about that Jason figure, by the way, and I still love this that a good Jason, Jason figure. figure. Is yeah. it's a weird? It's it's not from any specific movie. Right. It's this weird mix of like the Jason Goes to Hell Jason and like the Part 7 Jason. The head is Jason Goes to Hell. It's got that overgrowth thing. But it doesn't look chubby like the Jason Goes to Hell. Right. But then he's kind of got some some elements from uh, Part 7 Jason that I like. Yeah. So I, I love And he's it. like, he's a little bit waterlogged as well. Yep. <clears throat> so he's got a little bit of that, that takes Manhattan. Yes. I love this Jason figure. This is um, a cool Jason figure. And he came with a ton of weapons. You could like swap out the like an axe and a machete. And I one thing I remember is his mask was glued on. Okay. But I got adventurous and I had to find out. Yeah. Was there a face sculpt underneath? I had to know. So eventually, once I had him for a year or so, I went. You know, I'm going to pull the mask off. And there is a full finished face sculpt sculpt under there. I don't know why they glued the mask on, but. It, there's a there's a there's a Jason nice. face, yeah. Nice, pretty sweet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jason too. I really like that Jason figure. That's I'm not fantastic. I'm not yeah. as crazy. The only one I'm not crazy about the Leatherface figure looks good, and I don't want to insult anything. I don't love Freddy's face. Yeah, he doesn't look like Robert Englund. To there me. might be a reason for that. Oh, likeness reasons. Ah, okay. I think that's why it's a good looking toy. Otherwise, so that makes sense. Then I won't be as harsh on it. <laughs> I want to say it's a because he's the one that they had to get a likeness. That makes thing sense. For. That makes I would sense. think. Okay, yeah. so then series two, and I've got a blurry picture here. I'll I'll swing to you in a second. Sure. But Michael Myers, Ghostface from Scream, uh, Chucky. Uh, it looks like he's from Child's Play two. I think uh, Eric Draven from The Crow. Um, yes. Psycho. Uh, uh, Norman Bates, and then Pumpkinhead, and you can. I've got. Oh, okay. I've got a very blurry eBay picture because some, for some reason the movie Maniacs line uh, doesn't have series two up to grab a picture from. I remember. The crow one being the first one where I went, eh, is it? Is that right? Because like I was like, oh, I want horror villains. It should be the gotcha. But um, so I had I had I had Michael Myers, and I think that was the only one I had from this series. Pumpkinhead's my choice. Okay. Because what a cool what a cool figure. Like it's Pumpkinhead. It rules. Pumpkinhead is sweet. Yeah. I am actually gonna pick the crow. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I don't. I can't see his face, but also because um, I could have him fight Sting, uh, NWO Sting, uh, <laughs> NWO Sting figure. So you can finally like, <laughs> yes, that's perfect. All right, let's go to series three here. Where is okay series three? Ash Williams, Edward Scissorhands, Shaft, John Shaft, the G- Samuel Jackson Shaft, yep. uh, Snake Plissken, Brundlefly, uh, the Things, Norris uh, creature, the the head, mm-hmm. um, and the Blair Monster. Um, the Blair Witch Monster, I should say. Which is a fun one. 
Yeah. Do you remember the story about this? Yeah, explain this um, for the people that don't know. You've told me this before. This I've is... got the pictures here. And you bought me one of them. You do have a Blair Witch Monster, yes. yes. This is my understanding, and I could be totally wrong. Like, this is the what I recall. Todd McFarlane wanted to make a Blair Witch, mo- Blair Witch toy. And the people behind the movie were like, well, there, there is no design. There, there is no Blair Witch. Right. And he's like, well, come up with a design for one then. <laughs> and they did. And then they sent it over. And he's like, I'll make that, but I'm going to make my own because I, like, I want to do mine. And so there were two Blair Witch figures. Yes. One was the Todd design. Yep. Because he was like, yeah, on the other one. And, the other, and then the, the other one was designed by somebody who worked on the the film. You like Todd McFarlane? I'm love a fan. Him. Love Todd. I like. There's something like I laugh. He's a at, maniac. I laugh at him. He's he's a bit of uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Eccentric. Um, at times he's but, a lot. He's a lot. But there is something I like about like I do like him. He like his maverick personality. He's got a little bit of a Stallone vibe sometimes to me in the sense that like he gets so passionate about. He's certain very things. earnest in his passion for his yes. work too. Yes. That's where I. That's where I want to compare him. Is is he's got he's got a little bit of that quality to him. I was watching a. I was watching. There was the. Um, I, I, I was blown away. I there was the Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire documentary yes. about when they had the home run chase. Not um, the Lonely Island one. No, no. Oh, that was the Bash Brothers. Bash yes. Bros. Yeah, that was really good. This was like an ESPN uh, sixty oh, right, E sixty thing, uh, thirty for thirty, and. They had, it was like the summer of um, whatever when they were chasing the home run record, and all of a sudden Todd McFarlane shows up because he bought the ball one of the balls. And like, so sweet. He speak, he's like a talking head on the documentary. I'm like, that's Todd McFarlane, and only like certain people are going to like pick up on that. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you have photos of these? Ones yeah, I'm here? sorry. Yes, um, I, my pick is the Sam Jackson John Shaft. Well, so okay, that was the second one. I remember thinking like, eh, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing here? We're losing it. I had Snake from this line. I did not have anybody else. Um, I don't have the Blair Witch in this picture. I think I accidentally cut it off. Okay. I would go, for me personally, I'd go Snake again. I just It's a cool figure. It looks great. It looks just straight out of the, like it looks like Kurt Russell. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the I, yeah. thing one's cool too. Edward's other hand fits enough. I, I, I was I, fine I, with that. I, I get the but vibe. I remember seeing Shaft and going, no, 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 no. I got the Shaft because in the uh, Sam Jackson Shaft, he has the line, "It's my duty to please that booty." Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> John Singleton. I, that's a fun movie. Um, How was that third Shaft movie? I kind of had fun with it too. Yeah. It's like it's a direct-to-video movie, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. But yeah. I didn't hate it. Um, That's cool. All right, series four brought the first and only Candyman toy into the world, along That's with right. Evil Which Ash. Which also bought me. Yes, yes. <laughs> along with e- uh, with Evil Ash, a new figure of Freddy Krueger, the Terminator 2's T800 and T1000, mm-hmm. and most notably, oh, so this is the Tree Witch and the Dread Witch, Blair Witch. Okay. Okay. Did I get that? And Blair Monster, what's the difference? Okay, nah. I don't know. So anyway, let me. Um, so I guess that was series four. Okay, where the article I took it from, I guess, was confused. Yeah, because that's that's the Blair Witch one. All right, who you got from this? Oh, apparently there's a Jaws figure in this as well. Is that series four? I'm just making sure here. Hmm. Yeah, it's a series. Well, they must have re-released Freddy because they finally got the likeness rights. Right. Um. For me, it's you know what I actually like. I really, really like the Evil Ash figure. It is good, right? I really like. I would go with that one. 
Okay. I always thought Evil Ash was sweet, like cool. As Me hell. too. Me too. Um, the Candyman figure is nice. Sally uh, Forth. Yeah, <laughs> Sally Forth. <laughs> um, yeah, the Candyman figure is really nice. I guess I have it. These are his, all good looking figures. His foot broke off though. My Candyman. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. his foot broke. I was bummed. <laughs> These Ash figures are good. They're really good. Yeah. Okay, series. Let's move on to series five here. Oh, okay. So series five. Let me get the uh, the list here. I think this is where shit starts getting kind of weird. Uh, series. Yeah, sorry. For the fifth series, Wishmaster's Jin, the Tooth Fairy from Darkness Falls, yeah. open mouth and closed mouth versions were released, and even Jason X, Jason X, um, and also the Lord of Darkness from Legend, um, Sarah Connor, and the T eight hundred exoskeleton. Let me see if there's anything else here that I'm missing. Oh, I did. There, I think there was another. Yeah, I got the Legend of the Wishmaster. There's another Xenomorph in this line, I believe, and another Edward Scissorhands, weirdly enough. Okay. All right, so... This Sant- is brutal, Tim. Santa Tim has come to town. This is brutal, because there are two things I debate between very hard on this one. Uh-oh. Santa Tim has come to town, but continue, because <coughs> this will make it even funnier when I give you what I give you. It's just... How do you choose between the Wishmaster and and Legend? Because they're both wonderful. Okay. But it would be it'd be the Wishmaster because Andrew Devoff or is yes it's a, honestly uh, let it's me a really turn good that, likeness. that is a really good toy it's a really good toy yeah it would probably be the Wishmaster the Jin but and Jason X is great too I got you a gift Willie I can't hold out anymore. okay all right all right this is from our local comic book store they do still have some movie maniacs toys here I'm gonna hand this good to you, so Del. I can buy you something because I feel yes. like an a a hole. Oh my god, you got the Tooth Fairy. That is so sweet. <laughs> I also, open mouth version. That's the open mouth version. They did. I read later that they had a closed mouth version as well. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Tooth Fairy from the movie Darkness Falls. I was in there and oh I was looking god. at the movie Maniacs and there was the Candyman. They had another Candyman one in there. So the only Candyman figure like ever made. Uh, this is a cool figure. Our local comic store has like multiple of them. Uh, and I went, wait a minute, I thought I got Willie A. a Candyman. Is, she's going up <laughs> on the wall. For sure. And then I was flipping through it. I go, oh my God, it's the Tooth Fairy. That is awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. She's definitely going up on the wall over there. Uh, that will be your new, uh, yearly thing now, too, is me finding- To add a new one to the wall. A new movie maniac. She's going to hang out with uh, with Todd. <laughs> I got a Todd McFarlane, McFarlane Toys figure there. Oh, do you? Yeah, you bought it for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two of those- I bought you so many Todd McFarlane-related things that Two I of those figures up there are-, are I wish I would have kept Candyman and- in the box because I would have kept them up there. Yeah. I wasn't doing that before, but I like that wall of, of toys. So she's really sweet, actually. And on the back, yeah, it does have the series. Um, I see the closed mouth version. What's funny is the closed mouth version is on the... It's on the box. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wonder why he was like, I got to make a... Yeah, see, I like... But this is the thing is like... Now I've got a problem because now... Like we're talking about this... And now I want to get all the movie main like that's that's another one that I would hunt. A movie, the movie, man- yeah, yeah, like in box, <laughs> you know, because it's so cool. Like, what does she even come with? What is this thing that she's got? I don't know. I don't have I a shelf. I can't remember the last time I've seen. I like I watched Darkness Falls as like a kid when it it's came okay. out. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah. but I don't remember. And it says Tooth Fairy from the Tooth Fairy. 
because that was what the movie was called. Yeah, and then they switched it to Darkness Falls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Last, like, last minute. Yeah. Oh, I did watch Darkness Falls recently. It's not bad. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. This is this is sweet. Uh, all right, so two more series, and then uh, we'll move on for Movie Maniacs. Season, a series. She's kind of hot. <laughs> hey, sure. out over there. Not that kind of toy. We don't kink shame. <laughs> right? Uh, series six was the, uh, it was like the Alien and Predator toys um this had okay let me see if i can find it alien 3 dog alien alien resurrections warrior alien predator 2's predator and predator hunter um and then they also re-released the lord of darkness uh in this because it was so popular the lord of darkness that lord of darkness figure rules it's really good yeah um so here is yeah here are the uh the different predator and alien well if i was gonna pick the djinn Last time, I'll pick Lord of Darkness this time. Okay. Because I missed out on him. Right. So no Alien and Predator toys no. from this line. Okay. I'm not... Uh, yeah. I'm, You're not crazy? I'm weird with Alien and Predator stuff. Okay, gotcha. Because, like... I'm not a big Predator guy anyway, so, like, that's not a big deal to me. Like, Alien's, like... Just, like, having a Xenomorph toy isn't, like, all that exciting to me. Like it's yeah. like it's just like okay, it's an alien from Aliens. Like I don't know why. I just I'm not super into that. I'd rather have the human characters from Aliens. I'm the weird UK kid who <laughs> kept buying the Marines. Uh, and then finally, the seven series. It's last uh, the last series, RoboCop. Um, uh-huh. But yeah. this one was mainly devoted to the um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. So it had Leatherface. That's right. Um, Aaron, Old Monty, and Sheriff Hoyt. Aaron was. Um, uh, Jessica Biel. I remember at this point I was like, now we're just we're just making figures from new movies that yeah, are coming let's, out. Uh, hey, hey, let's be careful here because that's Jessica Biel in that white tank top. Oh, I know. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm more, but she's not a movie maniac. Come on. I would, yeah, I would pick um, Arlie Army. <laughs> yeah, I would want his toy. Yeah, yeah, for this one, I can't. Wasn't uh, Michael Bean in that one? That series? Yeah, I think so. I had that. Oh figure. yeah, he was also in the because then there's a RoboCop at the bottom. That yeah. figure kicked ass. And it also, its foot broke off just like Candyman's. I'm noticing a trend. <laughs> the, Peter, McFarl- the Peter, Peter McFarlane Ma- toys in the back. All those. Do you just, think that's a? Uh, do you think this plastic's sh- getting brittle? Do you think the uh, the flimsiness of the feet is a shot at Rob Liefeld? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take me a minute to recover. <laughs> that'll be that'll be a joke for people who get the joke. That's that's for you. Okay. Um, so anyway, We're good. movie maniacs. That those are the ones that are kind of look finally on. Now we've yeah. moved into modern times. Willie, you still go around. We go around to conventions. We yeah, love them. Yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite toys and figures these oh, days? Oh man. Um, um, well, I, I, I mean, I, I have to talk about NECA first and foremost. So. There are a lot of complaints online about NECA stuff, about quality control and having issues with joints breaking and things like that. And so, like, I, I get that, and I'm I'm not disputing that. I have not had those issues, knock on this mic stand. Right. I hope I never do. I don't sit there and pose my figures a ton. Like, I'm not, like, bending everything. So, like, maybe I haven't... Re- but I hear a lot of complaints about that. But in terms of, like, the, the sculpt quality, just the sheer range of properties that they make figures for and the price point like NECA's the best okay 
they make figures for like all the things I love. Like they now make, is the, uh, like I'm looking to my left here and I see these. Are these all NECA? We will talk about the big boys there in a second. Okay, the gotcha. ones above. Those are the best of the best. But the turtles ones there. The turtles are NECA. Yes, and the the, the sculpts are insane. They're really they're really cool. The Super Shredder down there is awesome. With Ins- the two oh, I put those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the the sculpts are insane. The prices are totally reasonable for the quality. Um, they're not overly gigantic scale wise. So like you can put them on a shelf and they don't feel overwhelming. Um, and they make they make they literally make figures from like all of my favorite stuff. Yeah. Like they make turtles figures. They have a turtles license. They have an a- an aliens license. They have the Friday the Thirteenth license. You've bought me Friday the Thirteenth. I well, bought yes. You brought we me should your, talk about that. You yeah. bought me right. So when it comes to horror toys in particular, NECA has three lines, and uh, I like all three. Um, they have the what's called the Ultimates line, which are it's full plastic, posable. Um, they come in cool picture boxes, so you can open up and see the fi- the figure. Um, my NES Jason there is a NECA NES yes. Jason. Yeah. Um, That's a really cool thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But they've, they've in terms of like Friday the 13th, as an, for an example, they have made um, Mrs. Voorhees. They've made little Jason from Friday the 13th Part 1. They've made Jason from 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. They have not, Manhattan's the next in line. So they've done every, It's uh, they even went as far as, to, they went as far as to make, they made Roy, of course. But they made the dream sequence Jason from part five as well. Nice. Because it's technically different than any other Jason design. That's awesome. And they added as an alternate head. Remember the Friday the 13th part five poster with that weird white hockey mask that's never in any of the movies? Yeah. They added that as an alt head. <laughs> so you can be poster Jason. So sweet. Anyway, that's why I like those guys and what I like with that. I like what they do. But the the, the other one is the what's called the retro cloth. Retro cloth figures, so they have a Mego style about them. All the clothes oh, are actual okay. cloth. I bought you the Roy in the retro Mego style. Okay. Um, and uh, I've got a ghost face over there that's in the retro Mego style on the wall from NECA. Um, also very cool. I'm more into the Ultimates. I like the. I like the full plastic. I just feel like the sculpts are better. Um, sometimes cloth, but there's there's a cool like retro vibe to those clo- like clothed figures. Yeah. So I like those too. Um, and they make uh, Toonie Terrors is the other line that they make. Toonie Terrors are fun. Too. Yeah. yeah. They're like hyper designed, like they're they're almost designed to look like old like Hanna Barbera cartoons, like very Scooby Doo esque. Um, but they're re- they're they're redesigns of um horror movie uh. Royalty, I guess. I believe like I believe you also bought me a ghost faced one. I think I have a ghost faced Toonie Terrors. I have yeah. bought you the ghost faced Toonie Terrors. That's one that I actually want to get for myself at some point too, because it's it's a the pose he's in is so fun. Um, but they've done some really cool stuff um, with Toonie Terrors. Like th- that might be kind of one of my favorite toy series right now is the Toonie Terrors series. Um, like series one, they did uh, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees. Pennywise, the Tim Curry version. Um, I really like. For some reason, I really like the Leatherface Tootie Terror. I think it's his stance. It's I love his so stance. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did the Pennywise Bill Skarsgård version. I've got the nun here. The nuns in there. They have a glow in the dark nun too. They have a uh, uh, Nosferatu. 
Um, they've got Ash. The Grady twins from The Shining. The Grady twins. They've got uh, Victor Crowley from Hatchet. Nice. Uh, they've got Reagan from The Exorcist. Beetlejuice. Sam from Trick or Treat. Elvira. Um, the Creep from, from Creep Show. Uh, the Miner from... I like that Creep one, too. The Creep one's really cool. Uh, just a heads up. They have the Creep at uh, uh, Time Travelers. The NECA one? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Creep. So just a heads up if you're... But yeah, they've done a bunch of Herbert West, uh, Quint versus Jaws, Captain Blake, the ghost pirate from the fog. So they've done a ton of them. I think I only own two. Yeah, I've got Sam from Trick or Treat and I've got Captain Blake from the fog because they made a Captain Blake figure. Like, Yeah, I got to take a look at that. I don't remember I've that got, one. I've got to have it. Okay. Is that over there on the wall? It is. Yeah, you okay, can go I'll, I'll it, take yeah. a look at it after um, we're done here. But uh, those are a ton of fun. Um, I do also want to mention, um, we're talking about like modern stuff. Um Obviously, Funko Pops are huge. Yeah, I have a lot of Funko Pops. We had to mention, I'm not a Funko Pop guy. Yeah. I have a few um, on my bookshelves and stuff. I don't really buy them very often. I just feel like it's a rabbit hole I don't want to get down. People get crazy about Funko Pops. I can't do it. Funko Pops, I like a lot of them. The problem is there is a lot of them. Like, they they get everything. When they they, blew up, they blew up. They blew up big time. And I I like, I used to, I used to have all the Planet of the Apes, um, that line on my desk. I was a big big Planet of the Apes, the original Planet of the Apes with like Cornelius and stuff. Um, all the apes, uh, but yeah, I have a couple of them, um, and I dig, I dig them. But it's also like I kind—it has to be something I'm a fan of and think is kind of like fun and a cute sort of, sort of way. Like I think it, like there's a, I don't know, like I, I think it has to be something like a Planet of the Apes or even like a Jason or something. But, yes, it has to be. Yes, exactly. Be, I wouldn't go out of my way to start collecting whole lines because there are no. so many. Of, like this thing I got here, this it's um. It's a Disney pop. I have it down here. It's Gosselin Mallard from yes, uh, but it has a number that says two ninety eight, which I assume is like number two hundred ninety eight in whatever line this is, which is insane. Yes, <laughs> insane. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, if um, it was two hundred ninety eight in the Darkwing Duck line, then I would be all about it. Hell yeah! <laughs> now we're talking. Um, the other one I want to mention is Retro Action. Okay, you've probably seen these. They're in little clamshell. Old school packaging. I have a, a Jack Burton up there. That's a retro action. Um, they're very old school. They're about this big, and yeah. they have like very little posability. They're, like, yes. they're, they're very much. They are super awesome. There's a ton of different horror franchises that yes. have those. My only issue with retro action is they're freaking expensive for what they are. Like they're so cool, yeah. but they're like kind of pricey. I don't know. The um. It was, I think it was actually. I'm sure it was a parody, but there was a retro reaction, action, reaction, reaction uh, parody, and it was Shelley Duvall's cigarette from The Shining. Those parodies of the reaction <laughs> figures are so sweet. Yeah, there's some cool ones. There are some cool ones. That's uh, one that sticks in my head. I saw a legit like custom extra. Remember extra? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw a custom one. I at a store. I almost bought it. Just to yeah. have an extra figure. Anyway, um, the last one I want to mention is like. Uh, the leader in this market is Hot Toys, which is uh, okay. Uh, I believe a company based in Hong Kong. Um, uh, one six scale figures, so like Barbie Ken size figures with full clothing, an insane amount of hands. 
I know you always laugh about how many hands they come with. Yeah, hot toys are the ones that have a lot of a hands. lot of hands. <laughs> it's it's um, just kind of weird to me. I get I don't know. I like I don't like uh, maybe it's just being an Evil Dead Two fan or whatever. I don't like I'm pulling hands off like hands. Like I just and I don't like a lot of it. I don't like a lot. Like I don't like big groups of things. I think you know this about me. I don't like nests of rats or snakes. Like it grosses me out when they're like. There's caught. too many of them. And that's what the amount of hands yeah. in a hot toy figure reminds me of. I don't like centipedes because they have too many legs. <laughs> right. So, but. Hot Toys is kind of the leader in, in in this, but Hot Toys is primarily in its in its the last decade or so focused on bigger stuff like Star Wars, Marvel. That's those big boys you see there. So the Thor and the Captain America, those and are hot the Wesker. Toys. Oh, Wesker's Hot Toy. That's early Hot Toys. Okay, when they were doing kind of like different stuff. <laughs> They're yeah. very much Star Wars and Marvel at this point. Yeah, they've gotten tied in with like Disney properties yeah. now, which is fine. They've left Wesker in the dust. Although he's president, so they better watch. They it. better watch it, or he'll <laughs> impeach them. I don't know. Um, anyway, have you watched that movie recently? The newest Resident Evil, Walking Raccoon City. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's fun. I, I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, it's yeah fun. I, I have it on Blu-ray. I had a I had a blast with it. It's so. fun, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, turn your brain off and just have a good time. That yeah. that there is one scene that, in that movie that rules. Yeah. That fire, that where he's, uh, they're in the mansion and the only source of light is this gun, his that, flash that, yes. from his muzzle. It's so sweet. Anyway, yeah. I like that movie. Me too. Feel free to borrow it. Um, anyway, so that being said, like, even though Hot Toys has kind of shifted away from making things beyond those bigger properties, um, Sideshow Toy, um, if you go to sideshow.com, they are, they make a lot of, uh, six scale Hot Toys-esque Okay. Figures in house. They also are the are the U.S. distributor for Hot Toys, but um, I'm going to show you. There's a, a perfect example here. There is a one six scale Jason Voorhees. Oh, nice. Which yeah. is uh, insanely poseable. Um, comes with just a couple of alternate hands, so not too overwhelming for you. <laughs> just enough to grip, you know, whatever you want them to grip. But they make. A number of one twelve or one six scale figures. They make a, a one six scale Michael Myers, um, a Ghost Face. I really want the Ghost Face. That's one that's on my. I've got um, one more toy company I want to ask you about because I had them written sure, down. Sure, yeah. see what you. I do want to show you one thing. Oh yeah, yeah no, no, sorry, sorry. Go for it. Sorry. No, it's t- it's totally cool. Um, I want to show you something that's near and dear to my heart. And if I had the budget for it, um. Tim, I would, I'd be, I would have already bought it for you. It's just, it's just not in my budget right now. This is from a company called Trick or Treat Studios. Uh, they make a lot of cool. Uh, Trick or Treat stuff. is awesome. They're yes. at a lot of conventions. A lot of conventions. They make a, uh, they make a series of one six scale figures as well. Their own figures, and uh, they actually one of their big things is that they do the Halloween franchise. Um, and they, much like NECA, has made all of the different. Jasons, yeah. Trick or Treat said, "No, we're going to make all the different Michael Myers, but we're going to do them in a one-six scale size, a big boy size." And I need you to know that they made a Halloween Five Michael Myers. <laughs> that mask, they captured it perfectly. It's so funny. <laughs> It's so it's the funny, dumbest mask. It's, I love it, and that's one of those things that I I I started off hating, and I laughed at it so many times that now I've come all the way around to just loving the Halloween. It's vibe. hilarious. <laughs> anyway, 
So they do. It's like he now. went out. He lost his old mask, and he went out and said, "Oh, this will do." This is good. Good enough. Uh, so, what about Mezco? Do you know much about Mezco? I know a little bit of Mezco. Um, okay. I, I, I don't. Um, that was the only other one I had down. That's why I wanted to mention. Yeah. Because I know they do like they do the Living Dead dolls and stuff, and I know those are quite I, I popular. I do want to mention Living Dead dolls because they have some really, really they have this uh, cool uh, Halloween three trick or treaters <laughs> things. It's that's very cool. Yeah. Um, dude, we really need to get out to. I do uh, want to go to Astronomicon. Well, no, we need to get out to uh, oh, okay. Screamers. Oh, I want to go to Screamers. They've yeah, got yeah. that Living Dead doll set there. Okay, it's so sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, Living Dead dolls—they do some incredible stuff. Uh, They—I mean—they've done. They have a they have a brand new one coming out uh, that I just checked out. Uh, it's uh, from Creepshow. It's the Father's Day guy. <laughs> He's holding the severed head on the cake. I really want it. Um, yeah, Mesco does some cool stuff. They got like a pyramid head figure that's really cool. Um, they do, they're doing their own thing, and I like that. Um, they do have some some big boys though. Like there is a. Uh, there's a one. Tw- they're doing like a one twelve scale series of figures, which are a little closer in scale, I think, to like the, the NECA stuff and the McFarland stuff. But the detail on this stuff, like, I mean, if you look at, you see, like they they're doing a leather face, and the detail on it is really impressive. Yeah. yeah. And and you get all three. Uh, That's what's the most impressive to me about a lot the of the sculpts. Toys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the attention to detail and like the it's care incredible. that goes into a lot of. It's so cool. It is. Yeah. If I had any talent of that type, dude, I'd, I like I would love to work for one of these companies like making toys and stuff. Yeah. It's so cool. But uh, yeah, yeah. So Mezco's another one. And there's been a lot of oddballs throughout the years. I mean, I, there's been a ton of different companies that have made a ton of different horror toys. I think when Movie Maniacs took off, a lot of companies tried. Yeah. <clears throat> and things never quite took off the way that that particular line did. But there's a bub figure from Day of the Dead that I always wanted. I don't even remember what company made it. Okay. But that's another one that, like, on my, like... If you ever see it, you're buying it, no questions asked. Yeah. Within reason. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, so the, yeah, one question not, asked, no what's the price? Asked. Yeah. But um, I would pay money for that. How about that? Is they just what company made those? Um, a muck time, a muck time. It's a Star Trek show episode. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. They made a, a a bub figure that I'm a fan of. I don't even think it's that expensive. Like, but I could be wrong. Um, and they made Doctor Tongue too. Okay. Uh, which is the first zombie with his tongue kind of yeah so. Anyway, very cool. I guess I have more of an action figure problem than I I realized. It's not so. a problem. It's not a problem. They, I, uh, this the one of the things that was um, I was watching the Today Show the ah. other day, and they're talking about how like adults buying toys, like they're one of the leading. Uh, yeah, yeah, like it's a big business. Is adults buying? Yep. Toys like this, so it's no problem. It's no problem. In fact, it provided us a very good episode. To we had end, a lot of fun. The, yeah, to yeah. end this holiday season. Uh, well, it's not the end of the holiday season because uh, we've still got uh, New Year's rolling around. I don't know. Yeah, we've got. <laughs> it's just you reach a point where you it's just... the end of our Christmas episode. <laughs> yes, I reach a point. I reach a point in my life when I just I, I don't care about. It. Like I I, I, I want to be in bed. I'm not staying up for that. On New Year's, no. do you want to know? You know what I want to be doing is sleeping. I stay up. I still stay up. Yeah, I can't do it. Uh, yeah, I like I like the idea. I like the yeah. I like the fun. But we'll see. Give me a couple of years. Uh, to be where you're at right now, as far as like a kid 
And maybe I'm just like, I'm going to bed. As soon as this kid is going to bed, I'm going. <laughs> True. You could, yeah. Yeah. Because right we'll now. See. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you yes, celebrate. Whatever you celebrate. Yeah. If you don't celebrate, Merry, whatever. Merry December. Yeah. Just congratulations on another day. Um, good Good job surviving. Yes. <laughs> it's just <laughs> what we're all doing. Um, perfect. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, we will be back next time. Willie, what do you want to do? Do you want to do a movie? You want to come up with something? Boy, oh boy. Fun? I don't know. We did We did a special episode here. Yeah, we did. Um, well, I, if we do a movie, I pick the last one. I'm going to take... I'll say that. I'm going to take a gander at your DVD Take shelf, a look at the wall. And yeah. you tell the people where they can reach us. Of course. Uh, you can always email us if you've got a, a more of a... We haven't had an email in a little while. Um, unless I missed one because I don't check as often as I should. Um... Horrormovieyearbook at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at HM Yearbook. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We're on all that good stuff. Bad stuff and in between. Um, please feel free to send us ideas for episodes, feedback, all that good stuff. Um, as Tim peruses, uh, we shall... Well, there's also the mystery box. So I'm going to... You can go ahead. You might need to wash your hands afterwards because it gets some dribbles from the turtle tank over there, Tim. I think... Is that all TV series in there? Burning Bright. I've always wanted to watch that. That is about a girl and her little brother locked in a house with a tiger during a hurricane. Um, I guess. Yep. Um, I'm looking right now as well. We could get really dark and do I Saw the Devil. You know what I haven't? I saw the devil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? I think this is a good winter movie, actually, sure. over there. Yeah. I Wash have, your hands. Yeah, I just yeah, felt that. Uh, 30 Days of Night. Oh, yeah. That's right. You have that over there. Uh, yeah, I have it somewhere over here. Yeah, yeah. it's over there. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long yeah. time. I liked um, it. I think. Yeah. And that's it. Like I said, that's a good winter movie. Yes. Um, so cool. Okay. Excellent. We will do 30 Days of Night next time. Yes. Tim is going to wash his hands to get the turtle germs off. And uh, we'll see you at 30 Days of Night.